they are still very heavily in search and rescue mode. I've been on the ground uh, assessing all morning, and uh, there is quite a bit of devastation. I'm in um, the middle of downtown uh, Mayfield, Kentucky. It's just, it's total devastation. Welcome back On the Ground listeners. I'm Christy Graham, and today our hearts are heavy for the six states that were absolutely devastated by the dozens of tornadoes that struck late Friday night. We wanted to take you straight to the epicenter and and let you know what Samaritan's Purse is doing to respond. In the hours after the storm, while many people were sound asleep, Samaritan's Purse was mobilizing teams to head out to the hardest hit areas. Um, We already had our folks were on alert. Uh, Their gear bags were packed. So um, daylight on Saturday, they were able to um, deploy from our Texas office and also our North uh, Wilkesboro, North Carolina office. Early Saturday morning, disaster response specialists deployed to Kentucky, Arkansas, Illinois, and Tennessee. The disaster units filled with heavy equipment and relief supplies and tools quickly followed behind, all with the goal of helping these hurting communities with both physical help and hope. We saw the weather forecast uh, predicting possible severe weather um, later in the week, last week. Um, I don't think any of us had the insight to see how severe this could be and to now see a, a tornado that has not been rated yet, but through the photographs and all the media coverage, it seems to probably be at an EF4 or 5 due to the magnitude of devastation, but this late in the year, this is a strange, um, a rare occasion to see a tornado this strong, and this one has run over 200 miles, and as the meteorologists are trying to figure out if it was a one twister that did this or multiple, you know, no matter what line it went or how far it went, there are so many families that have been impacted as we see the death toll is over 80. And our hearts go out to these families as they've lost loved ones and now having to try to pick up the pieces and others that are still missing as uh, families are trying to see what happens next and what the fate of their uh, loved one is. That was Luther Harrison, the vice president of North American Ministries. Our podcast team member, Caitlin, was able to jump on the phone and talk to him about how Samaritan's Purse is working and responding. Our staff, um, they were on the ground uh, yesterday, uh, less than 24 hours from the tornado, trying to get on the ground to identify the church partners. It's a blessing that our anchor is always the local church. We want to come alongside these churches and hold their arms up, um, give them all the resources and support that we can to let them see where did their help come from. It came from the Lord and through that church. And um, our hearts are just heavy for these families. So we look forward to seeing what God will do through us to represent him and minister to these people. We also got on the phone with Brady, a photographer who is in Mayfield, Kentucky. Caitlin asked him to describe what he's seeing firsthand as he stood in the midst of the rubble. I'm a little bit overwhelmed about where I'm standing right now, but... uh... I'm in um, the middle of downtown uh, Mayfield, Kentucky, and uh, it is—it's uh, just—it's total devastation. Um, I, I photographed uh, t- tornadoes uh, damage before, but I've never seen anything like this. Nearly every building in this beautiful little town uh, has been affected. Tell me, when did you first arrive there, and what was your first impression coming into Mayfield? Yeah, so, um, of course, 
tornadoes are so selective in, in the way they do damage. And we really, um, we really didn't arrive here until around uh, maybe 10.30 a.m. And, and just, you know, only two miles from here, we would see only the occasional um, branch broken, that, that sort of thing. But by the time we approached um, downtown, it was obvious that this was just extraordinary. So your viewpoint is a little bit different because you're seeing it, you're seeing the heartache and the devastation through the lens of your camera. What, what's that experience like for you? Well, it's, um, you know, when you arrive at something like this, you expect to see um, heartbreak and and you see that definitely. But there are also, you know, um, you, you witness someone, you know, finding uh, a lost possession or perhaps they uh, find damage that wasn't quite what they were expecting or, um, you know, there's just a range of emotions and I've seen all of that here. Um, it's it's not only uh, heartbreak, but, uh, you know, little, little moments of realization um, that, uh, you know, that they still have parts of their lives. You know, these buildings are just, really reduce the rubble. I'm watching them uh, uh, literally load this town onto the backs of trucks. It's it's mainly just like a piles of bricks. It's just amazing to see um, uh, everyone out here um, uh, working together and it's, uh, you know, Caitlin, it's just, it's just a reminder that, uh, you know, God sees uh, the circumstances that we get into life and and uh, he's there, and it's, and it's his grace that um, has, has brought me through things, and it's his grace that will bring these folks to the church. I love how Brady said that. God sees us. He sees the families. He sees their pain and their heartache and struggle. And our volunteers have the chance to come alongside them, roll up their sleeves, and demonstrate God's love through action. Well, as soon as search and rescue is over, and we're allowed to uh, go into the neighborhoods with the homeowners and uh, try to search for any of their personal possessions that could be recovered. Uh, some of the homes uh, did not get totally destroyed. That could have roofs, tarp, trees that have been down in the yards. We can cut up trees and do whatever it takes to help um, get them cleaned up and back to a little bit of a better state and then see what does the next step looks like as far as how can they get rebuilt, repaired, and get back into their homes. Especially with Christmas here, it's just... Um, I think we will see the churches realize what is the greatest gift we can give someone. Well, Jesus Christ gave us the greatest gift, but how can we go out and represent him at Christmas time and um, go out and just meet a stranger and practice the gift of hospitality and help them with their burden, their caring, and just fulfill that law of Christ and show them that God loves them. He hasn't forgotten them. And through the years, Caitlin, the biggest gift is uh, as we go out and meet new families through these storms, the physical work we do, it just gives us the privilege to share why we do it. And that's that meets their spiritual needs is most important. And sharing what God did for us by sending his son Jesus to this earth to die. And one day, if we accept him, and we can have that relationship and presence with him in eternity. So right at Christmas time, like you said, these families are experiencing so much loss. How would you encourage listeners to pray for the people who've been affected? Well, prayer 
a lot of times I can go up to families that have been impacted by a storm and say, my words will not heal your broken heart. But we know that the Holy Spirit, the good Lord can heal their broken heart. And I always just think when we see storms like this, uh, Psalm 46, 1, you know, God is our refuge and our strength. And he is a very present help in trouble. And he's present with us as we go through these valleys and have to um, go through this storm. He's going to be right there with these folks, but it's neat that he sends his volunteers. And a lot of our volunteers, Caitlin, have been through the storms of life as well, floods, hurricanes, fires. And when they can come out and share with these homeowners, I have been in your shoes and I know how how you feel. That is one of the greatest, uh, I think, comforts we see. I can't tell you how you feel if I've never been in your situation. But we also have our chaplains of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. They were on the scene yesterday as well. And even as people are being, I guess, trying to figure out the fate of their loved ones, uh, just difficult situations, our chaplains are there to wrap their arms around them and pray with them and encourage them. And it's all through God's scripture that we can give them that comfort. Just right now, um, the, the the prayer need almost unanimously is just pray for the, the people that, that have uh, lost loved ones here um, and pray for the people that have come to help. Um, there are people here from all over the country already, and um, and that's what the, that's what the residents here are expressing. Is that uh, that's that's the greatest prayer need is uh, is just help you know perseverance and stamina and and just all the things that are needed in a situation like this. I can't imagine what these families and communities are going through right now, right before Christmas. You know, with preparation and presents and gifts, and their houses are completely destroyed. Um, every hour, it seems like we're hearing more and more devastating news. As Brady and Luther shared. Please pray for the families. Pray for the people that have lost family members and are suffering and hurting and the communities that are devastated. And if you're you're listening to this and you feel God uh, stirring your heart to get involved, I encourage you to go to SamaritansPurse.org. You can see how you can be, become part of what these teams and these volunteers that are truly loving in action. And I know it's a really busy time of year and we're all busy, but think about the people that have lost something. And if you have any time to give, I encourage you because you will be blessed as you minister to people in their pain. Thanks again for tuning in and God bless you.